Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we've got a double header. Double Two trouble. Amiga games for your entertainment. We've got Vero Cop and Yo, Joe. I like to call this episode... They flew under the radar. That's an excellent title. Yeah, uh, Aaron, we got some feedback from last week. Uh, we got one new iTunes review. <laughs> yeah, Andy Craig, who's also a new Patreon supporter, beautiful from the USA. Welcome, oh, welcome, right. Andy Craig. Wow. He says these Everybody guys, <laughs> these guys know their stuff and have such a great casual <laughs> flow that it feels like you're almost with them on the sofa chatting about the good old days. You are practically. You are. You're right here with us. I, I don't do anything that's not casual. That's that <laughs> that's thing. Our, I can't be not casual. That's our podcast yeah. middle name. Yeah. I can't be not casual. You know, we should. You know, I just said we should call our podcast under the radar this week. We should every episode we should have a name. Okay. Like a. Uh, like a drama. It has a name. Uh, yeah, you know, well, I here. do. I mean, you mean like name the podcast something different than... You know, no, like a, a, um, like a theme. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll leave you in charge of that. Okay. You come up with the theme? The, I think the theme should be casual. Okay. Well, just look at me. Can you get any more casual? I can get less uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. It's time to roll on to the Amigathon update. So... <laughs> It's amazing you keep, after several weeks after it's over, you can still have updates. Yeah, people want to hear what the hell happened to you, but We're counting down. It's less than 350 days. Oh, until God. The no, 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 no. So, um, yeah, I am recovering well. I did watch the show last Are week. Are you sure heard, you're recovering well? Hey, I, some people recover better than others. Yes, clearly. And uh, I want to thank Brent for stepping in and, uh, and covering the show last week. I listened to your uh, recap. It was It was mostly accurate. Um, my my PC is still down for the count. The motherboard is on its way here. Um, it turns out that Amigathon did not do uh, my computer in. It was my own incompetence, which is the story of my life. Um, I, I fried the motherboard accidentally by trying to add something to it that I shouldn't have. And uh, so wheels. We are we are recording light this week on the old laptop where it all started. This is where Amigos all started with just yes. the laptop and a dream. This baby. really takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and of course, all my surgery recovery stuff, everything's going fine. I got a couple more days left until. What I kind get... of surgery was that again? This was this was hernia surgery. Oh, okay. Hernia. I sure, I didn't miss something. No, it? no, no. I mean, the the, the hair was mostly uh, that was that was mostly a a post op. I believe what they call it. It's like you're already in here before we send you home. Uh-huh. Here you go. Did you get that done at some under the counter clinic somewhere? This, hey. You, you knocking? You knocking? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I may want a new do too. I'm telling you, you go over to the Stonewall Jackson Memorial Hospital in Weston, West Virginia. They'll set you up with hernia surgery and hair transplant, what? two for the price of one. What? What a deal! <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'm doing great. Let's move on. Amigathon. Um, the rewards are coming. 
Uh, I am currently awaiting the postcards that I've ordered. They, are, they shall arrive soon in the mail. So if you ordered um, a postcard, or I'm sorry, if you, if you pledged enough for the postcard or the magnet and you sent me your shipping address, uh, I will be getting out those to you next week. So look for them in the mail. Yeah. We're good for it, man. Yeah. Checks in the mail. <laughs> <Now we, laughs> Boach, usually, he's a he's a shipping machine, but it's a, unfortunately when you get floored. Yeah. Also, you get away from to get here. That's right. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm at the mercy of the postcard supplier. That's right. Aaron, it's time to move on to this week's Amiga News. Amiga News. Okay, well, the Amiga News this week was generated by our site, <laughs> effectively. <laughs> I didn't really see a whole lot going on, but so I have... Some uh, news that basically sprung from uh, your the, loins. The Amiga. Well, hey, that's news right there. <laughs> that is news. No, uh, but uh, no, there's only a little tidbit of news, and I don't think we covered this when, you know, when me and Brant uh, were sitting in the uh, what what do you call that room? Uh, Amigo the, Studios. The East? Amiga. No, the uh, you know the playroom with all the Amiga stuff, the beautiful drawing that we said. Oh yeah, the the the, the yes. Uh, so you blew the gimmick right there because you could, we were going to pretend that's a real place. Well, it is. It's a, it's a, it's an annex no, from Amiga Studios. It's East. too late. You dropped the ball on that one. So anyway, I can't remember what we recovered because uh, it was just wacky. The one this show with uh, with Brent and he felt the same way. It just it feels weird. So there you go. But of course now I'm feeling kind of weird. So I never thought Brent would be looking good. So. If I covered this bit of information, just forgive me, because you all know that my brain's tapioca. Um, so we've got one little piece of news here. Uh, th- there was a game uh, that was Grave of Monsters sent over this uh, link. You got this on yours. It's for the Mega Twins. Uh, I have not played this. Have you? Are you familiar with this at all? No. <laughs> I, no. Yeah. Is this is this a port of a? It's a game also known as Chicky Chicky Boys. Well, sometimes you just gotta <laughs> change that name. That's yeah. no good. I mean, I've heard of this, uh, but uh, I don't know. I, and I'm not 100 percent sure uh, 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 what the scoop is on this because it's been so long since I looked at it. But okay, it's he, linked up there. Here's wanna, the deal. Yeah. He posted a link to the ad. This, yeah, the, it's not no, a new but I, release. I looked at it's, it. Okay, I looked okay. at whatever this was a week ago and commented on it, but I don't know what it was. All right. So anyway, if you feel like going down the, uh, you know, what they call it, the rabbit hole, then hop on in. So the rest of this news is we is straight up us. And Grave of Monsters has also had a comment. We're going to come back to that. So, uh, and I think me and Brent may have mentioned this, but we're going to mention it again because I taught actually Dreamcatcher sent me a little note. I know we mentioned this. So uh, Dreamcatcher, our good and dear friend, put up a. Uh, a uh, script called Spider Fan Fiction, and one of the reasons was that the, the YouTube, I thought, had been had been banned, blocked. Right. You know, so uh, DK informed me that it was only blocked in Canada mm. for our hoser pals. Now, I clicked on this a while back, and it would let me watch it, and I'm not in Canada. So and see there you go. Yeah. So sorry, Dreamcatcher. Yeah. It's blocked here in the good old U.S. of A. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on here, (laughs) but uh, uh, some. uh, But hey, I've had this happen myself. You know, who knows why? It was well when you were uploading some of your uh, previous stints as an adult film star. Some of that stuff is still under copyright. I was young. I needed the money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now I'm old and I need it, but no one will hire me. So moving on uh, to another Dreamcatcher joint. Uh, this is a uh, a uh, a game that I actually had played called Leander. Have yeah. you looked at this? Yes, I have. 
what did you think? Well, I didn't realize that this game existed, number one. Psygnosis, yeah. by the way. And this, this doesn't really seem like a Psygnosis-style game. Now, I know that they didn't actually uh, develop it. They just published it. But uh, it's, it's, it's yet another... I guess it's, it's like a lot of Psygnosis games in a way that it is fiendishly difficult. And most of the cool stuff in the game you'll never see because you're not good enough to get there. Thank God for cheating. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and the story is also very, very convoluted. Dreamcatcher tries to break it down, uh, but I was lost by about paragraph two. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd heard of this, but I don't, and I don't know if I ever played it. I seemed like I had a cup of coffee with it. Mm -hmm. You know how that goes. Um, this is barely news. But you can see my celebratory stance. As, I see as that. Our, we, someone put us over the top. And, is, is and that, are those the goggles that you wear when you're working on the instruments? That's right. Yeah. No, I wear those all the time. <laughs> oh, the only time you don't wear the goggles as is on the, the podcast. Yeah. Because I, it, the reflection and whatnot. Well, you yeah. look dumb. And I mean, who would want to look dumb What are you dumb talking about? Show? You're telling me I look dumb right there? <laughs> you're telling me that? So uh, we passed the 300 mark on the Google Plus channel. <laughs> this is an incredible feat. This has got to be, we are definitely in the upper echelon of the Google Plus communities. Google Plus mm -hmm. just shut down something. I'm just waiting for the day where they're like, yeah, we're getting all, we're sweeping all this crap out. <laughs> there are a couple big retro-related Google Plus pages. We're not one of them, but we are bigger than a lot of them. So, you know. I mean, bigger than some, smaller than most. Yeah. Amigos. Everything yeah, Amigo. Yeah. Um, I know, we, I, I bet I covered every bit of that before, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't cover it with you, so we had to go back. I understand. Because I wanted to get your input. Yeah. So what do you think about stuff so far? I think it's great. How's the news so far? You liking it? I love it. It's beautiful. Um, let's just push uh, the last show we did, okay. which is me and Brent. <laughs> we covered Jurassic Park. Uh, Brent, Brent made a giraffe of himself while we were on the show. Now, he did a pretty good job, and we, we had a look at it. And uh, it's, uh, it is what it is. I'll let you, the viewer, decide if you didn't see last week's show. Uh, but we thank we thank Brent for uh, you know coming around. Did you see my new shirt, by the way. I do. I love it. And uh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. And Teresa got me that for Father's Day. Isn't that nice? I always thought he was the ninth wonder of the world. Eighth. Mm. China was the ninth. I see. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she is anymore. But you know what I mean. Well, neither is Andre. So. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Um, also, since we're talking about the the big man himself, the Brentster, uh, the uh, me and him covered the beloved, beloved by us, the Tandy. Radio Shack, TRS-80, color computer. and uh, Your love for this, this computer was well, it's well received because you spent a good amount of time breaking it down. Well, Far uh, more so than any other system you've ever let covered. Let me explain. I assumed that this would be a con uh, uh, something that people would know the least about. Very true. And so... I it, loved it. I loved every yeah. minute of it. So now, on the proper news here, this, this article made me pleased and happy and delightful. So, uh, a few weeks ago, I came across the, it's been about a month and a half ago, probably two months, I found out about the, uh, uh, you want to try to pronounce that, Slogus, 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 uh, that's, that's Solskjaer. <laughs> Sly, thank you. Mm. Uh, the 2018 Solskogen. Demo Party, right? I'll, I just put this up, because like, man, Demo Party, got your Amigas there. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, our good and dear friend, the, the, the Fig himself, went to this thing and sent us in a blow-by-blow blow report. Yeah, so we should give credit where credit's due. The text was actually written by oh, Reflection, okay? Yeah. And the photos were provided by Figgy. 
But I'm sure that Figgy had a hand. Yeah, yeah, in, and and, in, and, and yeah, Fig, I've got Figgy and Reflection written on here because yeah. it was a it was double trouble. That's right. So if you I read this thing, and it looks like you know I did I learned a lot about this particular demo party because apparently it spun off some bigger demo parties where they the demo party part of the party had fallen on by the wayside to gaming, mm -hmm. and these guys were like, hey, what about the demo? Right, and so. They uh, split off, and they had this thing. And this thing is—they have a, a ceiling, 150 people. That's all they can hold. Wow! So this is like an exclusive event. And too. they filled the joint. They had no more room. In fact, they go on to say that the uh, the place was so full of equipment and people that they're walking around in some areas at some points. But these guys went out. They did. They. Uh, 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 ate waffles with some kind of Norwegian brown cheese or something else I remember reading. I was like, huh, okay. And then there's scenes, like we're looking at the scenes go by here, just guys just hanging out out in front of where this thing is, just chilling. Right. They got tents set up. They're just out there, you know, it's almost like a... a, a it's like a, Woodstock for demos. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all, a good article, and we appreciate uh, those boys sitting that around. Because, I mean, hey, coverage. Yeah. yeah, and this is something that you don't get you don't get too often around here. And I were, think the demo scene is so much bigger over in Europe. And if you read the other. article, they talk about the, there's a vampire. See, I was wondering what this would have in it, right? Because, like, yeah, we, you know, we love the Amiga. But you got, I've, I've always thought to myself, you know, you've got these Amigas with vampires right now. Are they, do they have a place in these scenes? Because are they going to, are the, are the true purists going to allow this stuff to go on? What about other computers? What about PCs? Well, this thing had a bunch of different categories. That involved all kinds of different stuff, and it was it was really interesting to read. I think that's really the way to do it. You know, you've got so many different types of Amiga, whether you're running stock hardware, where you've got a Vampire, or even if you're doing one of the do like Morph OS or something like that. They've all got a place. Give them all their own categories. And not just and Amigas. Then, I mean, I think they even had like some uh, some old yeah, there's like, C64 yeah. stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Hey, demo, you just bring everybody. Yeah, you know, bring the kitchen sink, throw it in there. So we appreciate them sending that in. It's a good read, even if you're. I'm like, I'm not Commander Demo. I know it's hard to believe, but I do like to have a good read, and and I watch demo now and again. And so it's neat to see these guys; they're super talented, and they're doing something that very few people do. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you ate a waffle? <sighs> okay, probably a couple months. Couple I've months. never had one with Norwegian brown. I asked him; it's like because they he mentioned this, and I, he said they had waffles, and and this I think he said it was a brown. Norwegian cheese. Mm -hmm. which I don't think I've ever had that. No, me and neither. I, and I, so I've never eaten waffles without syrup. Right. But apparently, and even in this country, uh, there's a plenty of people that don't eat them like that. Right. There's the, including you, know, you, you, right? Get, you get the waffle with the fried chicken. Right. I've heard that, That's, but I've yeah, never done that. It's very good. Very I, it's, good. I just, I don't. It's just not my thing. I'm not saying it's well, bad. Well, yeah, you've never had it before. But you I like syrup like on there. I'd be thinking, hey, where's the syrup? Well, you could always add syrup. People often do. And then what syrup tastes like on chicken? I don't know. Think about how great syrup tastes on anything. But yeah, but chicken? Yeah, because it's fried chicken. Think about dipping your, you, you know, you get chicken nuggets with honey. You dip it in that honey. It tastes I don't good. like honey. I don't even know you anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Sorry, honey. Um, I guess I should, one last, well, actually, I've got two last items here. So, we released, after some uh, research of, and delving into and exploring boat bit was able to get me over some of the amigathon so i was able to cut up the and cut it up and what i think what we're going to do is release this thing in hour long episodes and we're going to just release them every so often you it know, might I, be longer than an hour and, and the, it the, depends on when the game is it also depends on which of us is going to be cutting it up well i'll uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> later i can see your well i thought we had an agreement boat dead gummit <laughs> so anyways um 
I'm going to come into an hour when Boat does it and do every one. But uh, I've stuck one out. It's up on YouTube now. It's the first hour. Now, I've got the second one almost ready to go. I thought I was going to have it posted by now, but I'm having some technical difficulties. The, the next one, by the time you hear this podcast, it should be out. We're not going to release these um, one a week for an alternative. It'll be a two or three a week probably, depending on how quick we can get them out with a butt. Do you want to talk about the butt? I can't remember what the butt is. No, there's not, there's not going to be 24 one-hour episodes. Oh, right. So that we yeah. lost we lost the last four hours of Amigathon. There's no other way to say it. Um, YouTube streams everything, and up until this point has archived everything that it's it's streamed. Um, we were definitely streaming the full the full 24 hours, but when I hit stop, uh, YouTube cut the stream off at about 11 hours and 56 minutes. That leads me to believe that YouTube can only have the power to archive a stream in 12-hour chunks, which is something that I thought I looked up and I thought that was not an issue, but that's my only that's my only explanation for it. Unfortunately, um, I was also recording an OBS uh, cut off the stream at the same time too, so it might be an OBS issue. I don't know. Um, there's not very many people that stream longer than 12 hours at a time. We've never, it's the first time we did we've What we probably should have done is just stopped the stream every four hours and restarted it just to make sure we had everything. We there's a lot but of things we should have done. Yeah, there were lots of lots of paths left untrodden. Now, there is, and this part of the reason we wanted to bring this up is, um, and this is a long shot, but on, on occasion people will record these YouTube streams, all right? If anyone out there recorded uh, the the show, the Amigathon, and maybe for later consumption or whatever, and they have a copy of the last four or five hours of this thing, drop me a line, or drop Boat a line. What? Give them the give them the address there, Boat. Amigos at amigospodcast.com. Right. We will we'll swag you up if you if you can get with us. If you can if you can find these four these these last the four, missing hours. four hours. Even if you just got part of it, if you got like an hour. That's cool. Send us that. Well, I mean, send us a note, and we'll right. talk. We'll I talk. mean, this is this is already escalated to the level of the day the clown cried in yeah. terms of obscurity. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard thing to find. In we the learned we learned a lot about. Oh God, I forgot about that movie. We learned a lot about uh, uh, streaming and cable modems <laughs> and computers and uh, and life. Yeah, it just. You know, I, I I don't know how many. I'm sure other has been hundreds of other YouTubers that have done 24 hours or longer, but I don't know who they are, and I didn't talk to any. I probably should have, uh, in retrospect. We didn't think it was going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. It just it was a fluke. I don't know. We don't know what happened. So anyway, and uh, the four hours that we lost, uh, it may be if you were there to see it, you may be. Among the, the lucky few, years. I guess that's lucky because I can tell you the last four hours <laughs> went by. Like, it was a brutal. It was a. It was a death march. It was the low point of Amigathon. Yeah, we sure. were beat down, man. <laughs> I can't remember where that that four hours started. I mean, I know when it started physically, but I don't know what game it was mm. on. Do you remember what game? I can't remember. So it was shortly after we did Killer Bees, I think, or not Killer Bees, but the uh, the uh, Casey Munchkin game. Yes, so, that's a bit. That of was that was a high point, and then things just sort of went downhill after that was over. That's a bit of news that me and Brett talked about. Do you, you, you want to share any thoughts about that that awesome release? Um, other than, you know, we're going to be doing it for uh, Amigos next week. Right. We're going to cover all three of uh, Gary James' games. Uh, I I didn't grow up with Odyssey 2, so I don't have a long and, and storied history of playing Casey Munchkin. Mm-hmm. But just firing it up and seeing our faces right there on the title screen. That was nice. Boy, that was, that was great. It and was... The, the, I've never seen... 
a game on a retro system that has the option to change between the old and the new graphics with just a button press. I've never seen that before on a retro system. Well, it was awesome, and uh, and it was a he picked a great game. And, I, and and Gary, I've got a few tips for you for the next one. I've got a couple. I've got a couple heavy hitters I'd like to see come next. But man, you, I mean, Casey Munsk, if you're an Aussie two owner or um, video pack owner, was the probably the the best game or the most. Uh, it was certainly the most highly touted and popular Odyssey 2 game. And so that was awesome. And we appreciate Gary uh, just giving that to everybody. And, you know, in, in the name of the Amiga-thon for charity, it was nice. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Gary. But, yeah, overall, I mean, all that aside, it's not like this thing was just a disaster uh, with the missing footage and craziness. But it was it actually went pretty smooth except mm-hmm. for a, that couple-hour lull. So uh, next year we'll be... A year wiser and a year older. Yeah, but, uh, or dead. I feel several years older after that. <laughs> after that last one, um, let's see if I've got anything else here on the docket boat. Oh, we got. One oh, more yeah, thing. we do have one last item. Now, what do we have? What do uh, you got? Well, I've you know the uh, insert disc two that just went up this week. Okay, yeah, that's all I was going to talk uh, about. Okay, uh, I, go ahead. So, uh, I interviewed the one and only Ravi Abbott. Uh, for uh, Insert Disc 2 this week. We talk about Amiga. We talk about his work with the Amiga and Music, his new YouTube channel. It's going to be focused a lot on music, plus the work that he's done with the Retro Hour and all of the heights that they've scaled over the past uh, they they've been doing the retro hour almost as long as we've been doing Amigos. So yeah, I think they said they've been doing 133 episodes. I thought the other day if the retro hour had existed before we started this, I, I wonder if we'd have done it. Well, you wouldn't have wanted to do it no matter what. So. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking because that was the reason I was like, man, be, we, there's no there's no Amiga podcast. Another one is uh, 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 the Amiga Rama is a, is a tremendous uh, 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 Amiga podcast. Lafarius does it and. and uh, uh, who's uh, who's always around with the? He was there on the uh, Amigathon, and he's a he's a real nice guy. And his shows really. I mean, I think I would if these shows had been out, these quality shows. I don't know if we'd ever even got together to do this you show never in know. the first you place. You never know. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's now we're now we're cooking. I had long trips this week in the work car, and I had I had plenty of stuff. I listened to the new. Uh, I listened to Robbie's new show. I listened to Ferris' new show. I, listened, I was set, I was set up, man. I was living large. It's a glorious time. There's always room in the tent for more. <laughs> yeah, of oh, course. Need more. Yeah, I can't get enough. Yeah. So yeah, good. Thank you, Robbie, for coming around. All right, Aaron. It's time to dive into this week's games. Now, would you like to start this week with ViroCop? No, I'll let I'll let me take the, let me take the the first run here. All right, because I'm, I'm excited about this. Uh, now, uh, first thing we're gonna do, like I said, we're doing two games this week, and these were and these were both. Um, you need something? You need to jump in here? No, no. I'm just I'm wondering what you're doing because I'm just shuffling papers. Well, around. yeah, because I, I need to queue up the video. Here. Oh, I'm Remember, sorry. Remember, I, I produce in real time. Well, I understand it. I didn't know you wanted to go off. But then, by all means, you go off with viral. Okay. By the way, how did you pronounce that? Well. Let's talk about this because you are of the of the ilk to pronounce things in a strange way. Most uh, most humorously was your uh, pronunciation of pterodactyl on the. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. It was I told you the guy who typed that in that I read that he had it all spelled all jacked. That wasn't me. That's definitely what it was. So I know someone I, corrected me on the on, last week too on the Jurassic Park thing. I'm like, listen. I'm only sort of dumb, not entirely dumb. But now, I mean. However, I will see that I pronounce this game incorrectly, but I enjoy pronouncing it. I'm sure it's Virocop. I just like to say it Virocop. It's, well, I mean, it's sort of continental. That if you way. if you look at the docs for mm-hmm. this, which I read the docs, right, and they're the, I've got plenty to say about that when we get to them. But 
the guy's in there killing viruses. Right. He's not killing. He's not killing viruses. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. Virocop, it is. It's also Geiger. All right, man. <laughs> kick it off. I'm going. What? Oh, now it's a switch. It was a, it's, a, it's a switcheroo. Yeah. So what are we doing, Yojo? No, I thought we were going to do Virocop. Okay. Okay. Virocop. That's then. why we just spent five minutes talking about how to pronounce <laughs> I the can't name tell of the what game. You're doing. Okay. We're you know we missed one week and <laughs> it's already going off the way. Off. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did you? Who was it? There? Do you recall who uh, requested this one? This, yeah, you? this was a Paul Harrington joint. Thank you, Amigos Game Selection Committee member Paul Harrington. So, uh, Virocop or whatever, however boat pronounced it, uh, debuted in 1995, developed by Graft Gold. Graft Gold. Now we've come across them at least once, haven't we? But I looked at what they'd done, and I couldn't remember doing any of these games. Well, I always thought that this was the guy from DuckTales. Wasn't that his... I didn't watch DuckTales. I thought that his name was Graft Gold or something like you that. You got me. His, his, uh, his vil- the villain in DuckTales. I know we've come across these guys, but I look... Like, here's what they did. And tell me if we did one of these, and I don't remember. Okay. They did Empire Soccer 94. All right? We didn't do that. Fire and Ice. Did we do that? We haven't done Fire okay, and Ice Okay, I didn't yet. think we had. Super Iron Man Steward Super Off-Road. We we've done, played that a ton of times. We've not maybe done we show did, on did, did we do that as like one of those arcade uh, shows? You know, we might have. I bet that's it. Um, Paradroid 90, Iridium 2, and Realm. Of course, you know, Paradroid, that's a very famous it's, game. Well, this is Paradroid uh, 90. Mm. I don't know. And again, I don't, I've not played the Paradroids. I know they're famous on the C64, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, of course, Viracop, you, I played the AGA version. Did you play that, I only played the AGA version. Now, I, I looked at what the differences were, right, just for to see what they are. From what I heard, um, one of the major differences is the, 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 the AGA version adds an extra level. So it's got like a fifth level that the, that the non-AGA version didn't get. And also, um, it will, it's just supposed to run better. Uh, the guys, that you could tell this was like a late release because they, add, they put stuff into the game to accommodate people that had more tuned up machines. Mm-hmm. If you've got more memory, it'll load, it'll make your load times quicker. It, it, it'll let you install it to a hard drive. It's got two button uh, pad support. It's got, exactly, support. which is helpful, yeah, very uh, to useful. say the least. Uh, so they, they, this is, and this is what you, it's also got a pause feature, you get the help button pause. This is what should have been the standard right out of the gate. Yeah. When you're playing games like this, you want two button support, you want uh, various options, you know, various play options. It's got. If you look at the keyboard controls, there's tons of them. I mean, they do. They have a ton of different keyboard controls. So, they do a good job of making this an accessible game. Uh, it was published by Renegade. Uh, Renegade published a ton of stuff over the years, including the Chaos Engines and Amazon. You know, Fly the Amazon Queen God, Sensible Soccer, tons of stuff. Um, three discs. Uh, there's a there's like a play disc and a couple data discs I believe is how they're is how they're labeled, uh, and um, it was a uh, trying to describe how, what this game would be. It's sort of a top down 3D perspective. Um, it's a it's a unique game. That's why it's hard to explain. You I mean, know, I would give I, it a shot. Yeah, I think that it's the most the most apt thing you can compare it to is it's it's like Robotron or Smash TV except their perspective is more zoomed in and it's got more of a 3D isometric look even though it's still top down it's not a 3 quarter perspective. Well, I mean the what you Robotron what was the thing you compared it to? Smash TV. I wouldn't compare it to those at all okay. actually because those because this goes into levels where you've got elevators and platforms there's ramps that jump over walls there's a there's a uh, uh, 
uh, it's getting around is 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 a lot different than those, and also those are more manic than this. Uh, but uh, so it's a pretty manic game. Eric. It can get more manic, but it's not nearly as manic as Robotron. Come on, how long has it been since you played that? It's I, I could <laughs> I, even when I played it all the time, I was never any oh, good. At God, it. Who is? Yeah. You have to be a real stud. So um, right out of the gate, the first thing I picked up about this is is the and we didn't even we should have tried this on the Amigathon when we played it. Is uh is it has it has two 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 player options in it. Uh, there's a sort of a a. a, a you know, your turn, my turn thing, but then they've a hot also, seat, as you that's say. That's right. They've also got something. I remember I used to play a game on the on the Atari computer that did this. That let one guy drive the robot, the other guy shoot. Well, there's a very famous arcade game. I think it's called a uh, Fire Engine. One of the very very early yeah. games that yeah. is the, the same thing, where one person drives and the other person shoots. Now, I like this stuff, and you think to yourself, well, that wouldn't be much fun just shooting. You're really with the multi, you know, when you're playing like that. I didn't get to play like that. I wish I had. Mm -hmm. I watched, you know, I I read the stuff, but I mean, you can't really get a a feel for it. Uh, But it would be that, you know, I used to do it on the Atari. It was a lot of fun. And the guy firing, you could get in fights with the guy. Steer left, steer right. Why didn't you shoot that? And having the multi weapons, the the different weapons to choose from, really makes it. It would actually be probably a lot easier doing it that way. There's also the option uh, if you're froggy. For one player to use two sticks. Now there's your Robotron That's or your Smash about, TV. Man. That you, which uh, uh, I didn't try that. I didn't try it either. Uh, but uh, because I didn't have my other, I didn't have my other stick out. I sort of packed up. But uh, that would be pretty cool. To, now, did you ever that. get this to work on the actual 1200? Did you? Play I did. This? Okay. I did. So it loaded I, with without. I mean, I had to use my I had to use my discs. Okay. I couldn't get the, the hard drive version to, mm-hmm. to, to work. But I did get it. I did get it to work on the, on the twelve hundred. Um, so Graph Gold has uh, this is sort of considered part of a series. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, now it's it's a tough jump here. Uh, Graph Gold has a game called Quasitron for the ZX Spectrum, and they've got a game called Magnetron for the Spectrum and the C sixty four. And Dave, it looks a lot like one of the characters in in those two games, and there's. Some feeling amongst fans that Dave is is part of the uh, is I, part of those. Games. I always thought Dave Dave is the guy, the name of the robot, right? That's that's right, uh, that's exactly right. So the this game has an awesome backstory. I want to get into this because this is I watch a lot of Westworld. You know, I love that show, and I used to watch the movies and stuff too. So in this game, uh, if you read the documentation. This woman runs, uh, or this person, I don't think it's a woman, runs, has a, uh, a uh, uh, she's in charge of this thing called, uh, uh, I think it's called the game, the game uh, disc or something. But whatever it is, it's, a, it's a, basically like a virtual world where people take, go on holiday from their house. Like a, it's like a virtual reality holiday. And they go to this world that people, according to the story in the manual, uh, this company was the first to come to market with this thing where they could, they could, where people could go on these virtual uh, vacations from their home, and they go and they go to stores, they buy the uh, a ticket or whatever, and they go home and they go on these holidays. And what's happened is when this story picks up, something's making the several different worlds in this uh, huge, uh, I get sort of like a Westworld thing. It's it's a huge, basically like a, a virtual amusement park. They've made several of the areas in it get screwed up. And once they, what they find out is that a virus has gotten in there, and it's causing all kinds of weird stuff to happen in this virtual world. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, there's only one thing for it. 
they've got to send in Dave. Dave is the digital armored virus exterminator. Okay, uh, Dave is uh, is going to go in there and clean up these viruses, and so that's where you come in. Now you play Dave the robot who's sent in to to, uh, to sort with these viruses, and so I love a lot of this backstory. I mean, that's pretty intricate for backstory for what you're doing. Uh, but uh, uh, there's a lot of unique aspects of this game that fit right into the story. Uh, I like the, uh, as you as you roll into these worlds, like the first world, the first set of zones is based on sports, right? Billiards and golf and whatnot. And soccer, I think, or football. Soccer, there's a long jump. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of different objects and so, here. Uh, so what Dave does is he goes in and he blows away these uh, viruses, which are just little baddies. Uh, and... Uh, he'll pick up little stuff, and some of the things he picks up are basically like letters or and numbers. And what you're actually doing, which is cool, is you're in, you're actually picking up what at the end of the level will eventually be the passcode for that level. Okay, it's very clever. Isn't I, it? Yeah, I didn't realize that. I had a hard time finding. I looked on both. It seems like I looked on Lemon and I looked on Hall of White, and I could not find the docs for this. Where did you? Do you remember where you found this? I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, I, um, it's possible I was looking at the wrong. Yeah, game, of the game disc. Too. That's the name of the world. So um, the first series, this thing has four stages, but there's five if you got the AGA. All right. So the first stages are based on sports titles, like I said, um, and these are the ones I played the most because um, I couldn't get very far. It, it's a, it's a, it's not an easy game, but it's, it's. Uh, this would be a lot easier with two people. Uh, then you've got a section on military simulations, and you've also got one on fantasy RPGs. And and, uh, and one of the things in the game that's amusing, and I unfortunately get to, I watched some of the playthrough, but I don't know where never really got this because I guess I'm not as uh, uh, up on my graph gold properties. But apparently, they get the a lot of these different sections have uh, kind of callbacks to some of Graph Gold's other stuff. Uh, so I, I think that's kind of cool. Um, and then the, when you do the last stage, that is, which is the AGA only stage, is you're basically in a in a giant computer, mm -hmm. and you're going through there trying to take out the, uh, the 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 main virus and finish it off. Um, now that I actually understand the story of the game, it makes total sense and it's cool. What did you think the story would be? If I, I had no idea. I thought it was just random stuff. This guy, this guy's just rolling around, you know, these different areas with 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 no reason. Now that I understand that it's sort of like a holodeck experience gone wrong. That makes the whole well, thing make more sense. When I was sense. playing this game, I was like, man, I got, I was like, I got another backstory yeah. in this, and, and so I, I did. That's so why I did sort them out. So uh, Dave has uh, three different weapons that you can select from. I mean, when I say that, I mean he's got three different. Uh, you can have three different loads of weaponry, but there's a ton of weapons. I, I got a list here. What what are available now? You've got the uh, the single cell, the single shell, which is the thing he's defaulted with. It's just like a gun. The cool thing is when he shoots it. The, 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 the empties come out yeah. the side. It's actually it's, a pretty cool effect. It's it? very well animated. I was very surprised that the Amiga could could really push all those, because you see every single casing come out. There's yeah. no slowdown. It's really cool. And then you've got the mortar, and then that's uh, it. Just it's like like a grenade almost. Right. And then you've got a mine. Now, we played all, when we played these on the Amiga-thon, that's what you default with. Mm -hmm. uh, then you can... What, it, I love this, by the way. Those numbers and stuff you pick up, they're like money, basically. Now, there's, there's an elaborate explanation in the in the backstory for what this is. It's like, oh, you're picking up light pulses that can be converted to energy to get these new weapons. But let's face it, it's money to go to the uh, end zone bank 
to you know to get to store, I should say, to get more stuff, right? So uh, the rest of the get stuff here, you could actually you would purchase, and it would replace one of the other three things. And so some of the things can only go in certain slots. So you've got uh, the three-way shell, the plasma surround shot missiles, twin missiles, homing missiles, twin homing missiles, flamethrower, plasma weapon, large flamethrower, and twin bolt laser, which is cool. So, I mean, you've got lots of different weapons. So if you're the, like I said before, if you're playing as two people and one guy, you're like, oh, I'm just going to be the guy that shoots stuff. Well, man, you've got a ton of selection. The, the store section is really in this really cool, like, um, um, the way you do it, it's like, it looks like the inside of a computer, and everything is spread out along along these, like, circuits. It's really, it's really wacky. It's almost like you're reprogramming the robot in a way. That's I guess that's what they were going for. Right. It's, it's very unique. It reminds me a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's just because you're a little robot running around on a massive level, but it's kind of got that robo-rally feel to it. It does. Yeah. It does. A lot of this reminded me of robo-rally. Um, moving, moving Dave around is interesting. It's not the easiest thing. I mean, he's there. You have to be sort of precise. There are lots of little ramps, little platforms. I don't know if you played any of the levels that had the platforming. Mm -mm. Uh, this is not your average platformer. This is more like it almost reminded me. It didn't really play like it, but it sort of reminded me of the same carefulness you have to have, like a like a Prince of Persia or something. Wow! You really have to like they're the they don't make. You'd think in a game like this with Dave, they'd make a pretty good size uh, ramp or a pretty good size elevator. But no, they'll make it so it's just big enough for Dave to get on. And so you, if you take a run at it and miss, you just miss. you got to come back and do it again. You know, Even on the first level, I learned pretty straight on that if you can't control this guy very well, you're going to have a problem. And when you're trying to shoot and control him, it's a pain. Uh, Dave can take a bunch of hits. He's got a, a life meter. And normally the way the game goes, at least as far as I got, is that you... At the end of the levels, you have like a sub-boss you go through, and then there's a main boss that you defeat, and you get to go to the next the next portion of the levels. Uh, Dave is sort of like R2-D2 in a way. He's got his head revolves like a 360, mm -hmm. and if he gets killed, it kind of flops off, which is kind of, <laughs> kind of sad. And, uh, the good thing is Dave is not screwed if he gets killed. They will beam him back to the... Uh, uh, to the uh, like a check... These in-game checkpoints that are usually... Sometimes they can be pretty painful, but normally they're not too bad. The fact that there are checkpoints at all is a plus right. in the world of Amiga. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but you, you don't sort of know where they're at. Mm -hmm. You know, does that make any sense? They just sort of they just sort of happen. And I found now, you know, I played, uh, you know, a limited amount of this game just because I wasn't that great at it. But I found it difficult to understand exactly where I was sometimes when I would be beamed back into a level two. Um, I would I would have a hard time gaining my bearings because the levels are stacked on different, you know, vertical planks. And, yes. uh, yeah, and so it was, it was a little bit confusing. Yeah, something else that can happen that can be infuriating, especially if you play the higher levels, is when you fall off stuff and you have to go all the way back around to get up to it because... Uh, this is a game with lots of walls and ramps mm -hmm. and stuff. So if you fall off like a stair, you can't just kind of hop back up there because you're got to hop. You got to come. You got to. You got to basically, you know, drive all the way back now, around. Um, you know, how do you think the game handled the the the, the whole you know vertical uh, the the drawing? Did you feel a, a sense of height? You know, as you were climbing the, the, the different levels. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's graphical. I mean, you can tell what's going on. 
the the the. I uh, mean, it was no Urban Yeti as you ascend oh, the rooftops man, in that game. No, but, <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, it's the 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 thing for me. The most difficult part about this game is understanding the controls, and 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 being in control of Dave to steer him up these ramps, to steer him up into these elevators and these lifts. Uh, and uh, there's, I mean, there's a section where. Uh, it's sort of, there's sort of like a section that's like a, 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 a like a platformer section, right? That's that that I guess that's the game of that section. And there's there's these little like revolving. It's almost like picture a crane with two arms on it. And there's these little platforms that just are big enough for Bob mm-hmm. or Dave, and you, and you have to roll out on them, stop, and then they move like this. And yeah. You, and, you, and so you could just if you miss, you just fall to your you know fall right. All or the way if down. you should happen to move the controller about while it's in transition. You know, so it's uh, but I think it's not mega. It's not the hardest game I've played, but I mean, it, I didn't get mega far in it, but I didn't, I didn't play, I get to play a ton. Well, the, the most confusing thing to me, and I remembered this from Amigathon, I remember that there was something that you had to do to beat the boss at the end of the first level. Yeah, and, oh yeah, I, yeah, that was the try. And you, what you have to do is you just have to destroy a bunch of enemies. If you don't destroy an, a, a set number of enemies, then you just can't beat the I last boss. I think you had to kill every enemy. Maybe so. Uh, uh, the, uh, I made sure after that, Initial appearance. I, I cleanse the level. Mm-hmm. It's like in the D and D days. No, nothing survived. Yeah, because we got to the end uh, on the Amiga time we were playing this, and uh, we couldn't leave. We couldn't fight the end. We couldn't do Jack Squad. And we just so we just I was like, well, maybe we missed something. We missed one little tiny thing. And that's mm-hmm. what it was. So yeah, Dave can roll right on past stuff. But I mean, I guess you have to clean the viruses. Makes sense. That's a virus. So in terms of the storyline, it, it it fits. So. Uh, uh, overall, though, I really, I really liked it. I mean, this game is another one. I mean, I've heard the name, and it's come up on some lists when we're talking about people that did stuff. But I mean, uh, the quality on this is, I mean, and uh, I don't think this ever got any ports or anything. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, and this is just on the Amiga. And I mean, I thought, man, this is a game that could have would have worked on a console quite nicely. Yeah, you know, you would think that uh, that they would have sent it over there, and so. Uh, that with that in mind, uh, uh, I looked around to see if something had happened or something weird because something sort of did happen with our other game. Uh, but with this one, I, you know, I guess this is just where they stopped, and you know, and that they didn't port it anywhere. So it's kind of weird. What did What did you think overall? Did you Did you dig it? I like this game a lot. The, even with the you know with the, even you know I thought it controlled well. Obviously, you know, like you said, the controls can be touchy at the higher yeah. levels. Um, but I thought overall, I felt like I, I I could move Dave around and do cool stuff with Dave. I like the fact, like you pointed out, that it's not just a Berserk or a Smash TV or some type of thing where you're just moving around the level, destroying all the enemies. I like the sense of, of height. Uh, I liked all the ramps you can jump off of and stuff like that. I was amazed. This might be one of the better animated games just from beginning to end of any game that we've covered on this show. Um, the way that, the, like we talked about, the casings of the bullets spew out. All of the different um, weapon animations were really cool. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the way the viruses were. Uh, it seemed like it was out of place. They look very organic, and when you think about a computer virus, I don't know, I was thinking of something else, but um, I thought that it was really, really strange that this game did not get ported to other systems, because this game came out in 95, and the Amiga was not doing well in 95. So, I, you know, the fact that it came out here means that it had been in development for a time before the writing was on the wall for the Amiga and why they didn't make a, why they didn't make an attempt. And maybe they did. Maybe they wrote, you know, to all these different publishers and nobody was interested. But uh, I would have liked to have seen this on a console. I think it would have done really well. Yeah. And this is a really colorful game. Mm-hmm. 
beautiful graphics. Yeah, uh, I, I'm always a big fan of um, you know being in a stage with lots of like you're miniaturized and you're rolling around with all you know with with you know common everyday objects in your path like i liked all like the first level i just thought was beautiful um there's another game that i like on the playstation called no one can stop mr domino no oh, i know you that, love that yeah, yeah, that's set in a, a much the same way um the uh graph gold i looked in the graph a little bit i mean their stories really kind of convoluted but they ended up they ended up uh calling it quits in 98 so they weren't around a whole lot longer after this game came out which i think um this is a point in Amiga history where people had pretty much learned how to squeeze every drop of performance mm -hmm. out of the Amiga. Because I looked at the ECS OCS version of this. This requires the only requirements it has. A, I think it's a meg of chip RAM is all you have to have. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I mean, they have instruction in the instruction books. It fully tells you how to run this on a one thousand. Uh, and I looked at it, and they're they're very similar. I mean, the graphics are very similar. Uh, on the uh, on the Amiga uh, old the old chip chipset versus the AGA, so I mean this on if you think think about it, this on a machine from '85, it's very very impressive. Absolutely, you know, a ten year old machine is cranking this out with with some prowess, and there's not really any slowdown to speak of. I didn't run into anything weird. I mean, mm -hmm. it looks like it's a pretty uh, well honed game. They did a good job. Um, there were the reviews on it. I only found a couple reviews. Uh, uh, of course, I guess a lot of stuff had folded up by then. CU Amiga gave it an 88. That's tough. I mean, 88, I think this is a, a, probably an A title. Uh, and the one gave it an 89. I would probably go a little higher. Me too. This is a definite A for me. Um, and uh, uh, the Lemon people have it at an 8.3, which is that's pretty high for Lemon. Mm -hmm. And the, I think the uh, OCS, ECS version, they've got somewhere like 7.74 or something okay. like that. Um, I looked it up on eBay. Uh, believe it or not, I found discs for sale in the U.S., which leads me to believe that this got a U.S. release, or someone just has imported discs. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just the disc, thirty-two bucks uh, in the U.K., uh, fifty dollars boxed. And then I found this is a wacky one. There's a sealed box copy in Germany. If you really want to have it, it's going to set you back 173 bones or best offer. So there you go. And there's a box copy in Aust Austria sale so there were a few of these out there mm -hmm. i just see so few games coming out of austria i thought i'm with not australia austria so there you go but overall i like that one cool personally I liked it too. and it came out of nowhere i was when we played it on the show i was like ah you know i'd i think i'd played it one other time briefly mm -hmm. and the fact that you can play two people simultaneous with the shots i'll be back to it because me and my kid are getting into really getting into gaming again real hard together right now and so that one's on the list awesome awesome all right, Aaron, it's time to move on to the second game of this week. Double header action. Got to get tough. Yo, Yo Joe. Joe. Now, you know, these games actually uh, sort of dovetail or bookend quite nicely together because, like I said, they're they're both quality games. That I didn't know, and this one really, I'm telling you. How we, does it feel when I lower my chair? It like feels this? like I'm the big man. Because I feel like I need to cross my legs for Yo Joe. I like I it when you look that. up to me, it's just appropriate. So. The, the, the full title of Yo-Jo isn't Yo-Jo. It's Yo-Jo. It's Yo, exclamation point, Joe, exclamation point. And then there's a subtitle. Beat the ghost. Right, which I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Beat those ghosts. So this game came out in 93. So this is a couple years prior to uh, the one we just looked at with on two discs. And the developer of this was an outfit called 
Uh, Scipio, S-C-I-P-I-O. You want to try that? Maybe Scipio? Scipio, Sippy Cup, don't know. It almost looks like Scorpio. And here's something wacky. Published by Hudson Song. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Of course, that's only in uh, in Germany. Right, but Play I mean, bite still, the rest. Of uh, yeah, very strange. Or blue bite. And then blue bite, of course, responsible for my, one of my favorite tennis games. Now we found out after we started this that it's two players simultaneous. We love those, mm-hmm. don't we, Boat? Yeah. So me and Boat got to play this for a good while, and then of course I played it by myself with the house quite a bit too after I came up with it. Um, the uh, this game actually. The conversion of this game has an interesting backstory, which I'll get to in a little while. But it was converted, believe it or not, to a DOS. You know, which I I can see it. I was surprised actually. I didn't know if DOS can uh, you know pull it out. So, um, Yo Joe, <laughs> the premise of this thing. I'm just gonna try to summarize the premise of this because it's it's a strange game. Uh, it's a the game is about two graffiti artists. Okay, Joe and Nat. Okay, Nat is player two. They're always on the run from the New York cops, all right? As you are when you're a graffiti artist. Yeah. So <laughs> they reach a mysterious castle, and so they just go, I guess they just go in there because they're hiding from the cops, right? Uh, the goal of the game is to escape the castle and from the bad guy who's named Professor X. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I, I see a lawsuit <laughs> coming. <laughs> Uh, the players, uh, of course, you have uh, various weapons, uh, and you're basically uh, go, your goal is to get out. So, uh, which is weird because I think in the first stage you're actually entering the castle. You're right. So you, you got to get in there. to get out. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to defeat Professor X to mm. maybe get in some trouble. Um, the first thing I'll tell you about Yo Joe. What's the first thing that struck you with fired up Yo Joe? Um. I was struck by it not being a G.I. Joe game. Right. Um, I was struck by how uh, well it played. You know, it's a character-driven Amiga platformer. You know how I feel about most of those. Uh, <laughs> this game actually controlled pretty well, even though it's up to jump. Um, I felt like, you know, when I would when I would jump up and grab on the ledges and things, I yeah. felt like I could do it. Is that what you're looking for? Are you looking for something different? No, well, no, that's all true. But the first thing I thought was like, man, I really like this music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because right. I was like, well, man, it's pretty good. Well, the guy that made it, his name is Michael uh, Bialis. Yeah, Bialis. Uh, and I looked up, I was like, man, this guy must have been a, a, a big player. Mm-hmm. No. As far as I could tell, uh, only thing he ever did was he did a game called Exploit, or X-Ploit. Mm-hmm. And... Apparently, this guy came from the crack scene mm. and the demo scene because I found some stuff, some demo stuff that he had supposedly done for crack screens. Okay. There were songs from crack screens that apparently this guy had done. He's a talented dude. I'll tell you, there's something about the music that I, I think is very unique among Amiga games, maybe among video games in general. Uh, the music for the first level. Think about the average tune for um, you know a, a game on a computer from this time. You know before it loops around. What do you think? How I don't long? know. Oh, yeah, on the Amiga, probably longer than most. You know, maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe usually maybe two minutes. Okay, tops. two minutes at the tops. Yeah. The the first level music before it loops around clocks in at six minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah. Isn't that, that crazy? That explains why we didn't get sick of it because we were on that level for quite a while. Right, right. Uh, the, the music for the last level is eight minutes long before it loops around. 
So um, the complete soundtrack is 44 minutes long, and he fit all of that music into 1,760 kilobytes of disk space. That's crazy, man. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, maybe that's what happened. He, re- he, he spent every bit of energy on one game, and then he was just like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I found that one of the Lemon reviews mentioned that. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's great. And then you look at your guys. Now, they're supposed to be uh, graffiti artists. They look to me. They look. It looked like a, a, a comedy Elvis, mm-hmm. and then one of them looked like uh, uh, just a bandanaed, you know, just some dude. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't look nearly as cool as the the. Uh, what's that? What's the shooting game where the guys wear the band is a Contra or one of those games? A lot of wear, them they do. You know where they wear the bandanas? Akari Warriors. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But he just looked like a dude. But they, but neither one of these guys. I mean, I guess you could be a graffiti artist. I mean, I will say that the. Uh, yeah, Joe is a. He looks like an artist. Mm-hmm. I will. I will say that. Uh, so, the the game is based around. Well, I mean, it's a it's a basic. I guess you would call this a side scrolling. Uh, well, it's multi directional. I guess, and it's a you know, platform yeah. game. How about that? With a ton of weapons. Now mm-hmm. we didn't even touch on this boat when we played it because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. There are, did you see all the weapons in this? Oh, yeah, and we saw some of the weapons, we too. We saw them, but I mean, there's a ton. Like, let me read some of these things off here. I mean, you've got, like, a chainsaw. Not a pole saw. Yeah, you get like... nunchucks. You've got, uh, you've got uh, um, uh, what else do we got here? You've got, like, s- s- Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. Switchblade. You know, you know switchblade. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. And the, the neat thing is, like, for the example, if you're going to use the chainsaw, you got to go get the gas for it. It's mm-hmm. ammo for this stuff. So... Uh, that, and that's one of the lasting appeals of the game is there's a ton of different weapons right. in it. Uh, controls well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, uh, the levels have sort of a. I mean, you can get lost. There's no doubt about that, uh, as we prove time and time again. Uh, but it they were interesting. The bad guys. I mean, it was it was the bad guys were sort of standard fare stuff. Uh, but uh, I thought the levels looked good. It had a lot of charm. I know right away we went to the bathroom and flushed the toilet. You remember mm-hmm. that? That was mm-hmm. stood in the shower, yeah. whatever it was. And all that stuff is animated, so it's cool. Uh, it was uh, so I, I thought that was I thought that was kind of slick. Um, and again, two players simultaneous is good. Now the, the game doesn't have any save, but from from what I read, uh, you could pretty much just keep playing forever. So I, I mean, I guess just leave leave the thing on. <laughs> you know, uh, we forgot to mention at this at the top of this that this is also an Amigos Game Selection Committee member game. This comes from Adam Battersby. So Adam, aka Treyguard, thank you so much for choosing this game. Yeah, um, there are uh, like I said, there are a bunch of different levels. We looked at a bunch of these when we played it, and I, I, the one that come, strikes me was the uh, was the Egyptian level, uh, which was neat. Uh, there's a there's a uh, a train level yet that you have to go which we didn't get to go to that one. Um, you've got uh, uh, a bunch of uh, like hidden stuff. There's hidden levels. There's uh, in between some of the levels there are there's a shoot 'em up where you ride those what those weird birds mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's very uh, like uh, like Lionheart. Which, well, I don't think I don't give it that much credit. <laughs> um, so anyway. Um, the the game runs. Uh, it's a long game. I mean, if you I watched the playthrough, I was like, man, this thing yeah. just took forever mm-hmm. to get through. And I mean, we played Close to three hours. We played. We touched on like pretty much all the levels, mm-hmm. but we didn't actually do very well. I no, mean, once you hard. get to the levels, the levels are are are, are tough. 
you know, um, you know. But the guy can, the he can, he's for a little mini Elvis. He's got a lot of cool moves. One of the things I did not expect when we started playing this was the ability to pull up on ledges mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, there's a lot of platforming elements that require that pinpoint jump. Always a trouble with up, right? Yeah. What What did you think about the control in this thing? I, I thought it controlled really well. Uh, like even said, with up, like I said before, um, it even with up to jump. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. Um, I felt like I had a, a lot of control over the direction. If we were doing, if you're doing a diagonal jump, I never felt like I was being cheated out of you know reaching a place where I, I thought I could get to. So yeah, I approve. Yeah, um, I would love to have had a button. And through the glory of cheating, mm -hmm. you can have a button. I've got my little Super Nintendo converter, and which is what I use to play this, and, mm -hmm. and I, I and it worked. It worked fine. The problem is, uh, it, this is a game where you have to, uh, by sort of go up in certain areas, and it's, it, it's not perfect. Let's just put it that way. The up the jump jump button being implemented. I mean, it, it caused a little bit of problems. I'd fall off ledges and mm -hmm. stuff. So. Um, I will say that as a report. If you're going to try to do that gimmick, you know, your mileage may vary. I'd say on an emulator it'd be better because you could sort of set up to do a couple different things right. and it wouldn't be as bad. Um, the Now this game, I, I, there was only a DOS port. So I was doing some investigative reporting on this thing to see what I could find out. And it turns out, uh, uh, through an interview I read with a fellow named uh, Harold Kuhn, I believe his name. This, is, this game was made in Germany. Mm -hmm. And this guy was the guy that did the graphics for the game, right? And, uh, among, and, you know, among other miscellaneous work. He said this game, uh, there, there were multiple versions that were going to be released. Uh, there was going to be an ST version. There was going to be a Genesis version. And they'd even talked about doing a Super Nintendo version. And the Mega Drive slash Genesis version was 90% done. 90%. And then they just stopped working on it. Um, and so that this the guy doing the interview here asks uh, Harold Kuhn, like, does it still exist? And he thought it did. And he said what they had done, they they had rigged up a, a, a Genesis or a Mega Drive with a PCMCIE card that they'd soldered to the cartridge slot. Oh my gosh! So it was a real crazy rig, and that the and the, the data was on the PCMCIE card that had been sitting there for a couple decades. When this when this uh, when this uh, interview was done, so I looked and there was actually a, an art. This guy actually was posted in a forum about his progress on this thing, and they tried everything they could to get this date off her, but they couldn't do it. Mm. And it looks like the it looks like the uh, the uh, uh, the RAM had given up the ghost after after 15 years when this was interview was done, which was probably God knows how many years ago. So I mean, this this game was probably the Genesis version is probably gone. And the sad thing is. It was in a playable state, right? So, whatever was left to be done was probably artistic or menu, you know, based stuff. The guy also mentioned that he that they had even he had began work. They had began work on a YoJo two. Oh, uh, and from what I I've never seen an update for it since. There's a web page for it, and it hasn't been updated for a long time. So I'm guessing the dream know, is over. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still. Uh, um, the, I think this game, I mean, this one came out of nowhere. I had heard of Viracop, but I never gave in this game the time of now, day. Now, I, I want to go back, because you haven't mentioned the collectibles in this game. You're right. Go ahead. Well, there's two things that you can collect. There's Anx, or Onks, oh, as you Oh, God, I knew there was a reason you were bringing this up. 
Um, and there's also <laughs> a bunch of like like treasure, like crown jewels and things like that. Yeah. Now, did you find in your research uh, what either of those th- those things? I did do? not. I, okay. did, I did not. Okay. The uh, and, but I, and you're still sticking by ank, are you? That's hey, that's what the dictionary says. People people out there that are listening to this, how do you pronounce? Is it ank or onk? We've already. Uh, Around my parts, it's been on. <laughs> you know, Chad agrees with you. You know, hot Chad. Hat Chad. We had this discussion, so thank he's God. On your side. Thank God. Finally, someone's on my side. So, uh, reviews on this game were criminal, if I may be. And I read, I'm going to go into one of these because it really kind of angered me. Um, <clears throat> Lemon gives a score, a game an 8.13, a great score mm-hmm. on Lemon. Now, listen to some. There's one score in here. So, Amiga Power gave it a 91. That's fine. Uh, Edge, Amiga, I'm guessing that one wasn't around long, 80. Amiga, Joker, 80. And, you know, Joker will drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. Now, the the PC version of this game, in a German magazine, the German version of PC Gamer, or PC Games, go to 75%. Not that good. Uh, and then, But listen to some of these. you got Amiga Info, 50%. High score, 60. Power Play, the DOS version, 65. CU Amiga, 69. So I read some of these reviews, and this one guy was complaining. He's like, well, it's just another average platformer. It's not that good. Nothing new brought to the table. I was like, man, what do you want? Well, what do you want? In 93, I think the entire industry was suffering from platformer fatigue. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I mean, after suffering through two Zools and saying, Super Frog. Those games get yeah. all the glory. And I'll admit, this is another yet another Amiga game with sort of a... A questionable mascot, but mm-hmm. how many? I, I, oh man, this is probably even past uh, Kid Vicious or whatever. No, Kid it's not Chaos. that bad. But the uh, the mascots this are okay. No, they're, just, they're nutty looking. Yeah, they're definitely better than Kid Chaos. Yeah, and 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 two players simultaneous. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way. And again, man. I just wonder how many reviewers had you know were, were doing the, the the tag team aspect of things. They and probably was, didn't even think about it. And to play this with a buddy, that was fun. Well, it that was. was one of the, I was one of, of all the hours we spent now granted it was the first it game was we also played. the first hour so. but i remember but I, it's one i remember the most because i was like man you know this because when you, i looked at the schedule I'm like let's see what we're starting off at, at 6 30 in the morning yo joe oh this is gonna be death <laughs> and i thought man this is gonna be garbage then we fired it up and i was like oh it's a it's a platformer oh wait what oh oh, oh it's good it's yeah. not bad it's yeah. good you know so and i don't know I, I i was maybe more impressed than a lot of people but i, I really liked it and i played it quite a bit this week um ebay none uh, there was one box copy sold in Italy, of all places, uh, for $116. It's just amazing to me how these things pop up just all over the world. Yeah, that's one thing I, I like about the Amiga. It's just yeah. like, you know, like, everywhere. I mean, if you think about it, you see them in Austria, and you see them in England, and America, you know, it's, it's and Canada, funny. and everywhere. It's funny, for as, as big, as for, for as large of a contingent of uh, Scandinavian fans as we have, you know, in Sweden and Norway... I, as you read these things off, these things never get sold in the in the Norwegian eBay. Well, Maybe they all go to, through O'Brien's. They, and they hold don't get they hold on to their that's, stuff. That's probably true too. Yeah, or O'Brien's. You might be right yeah. now. O'Brien always has a good selection of goodies up there. This has got fifty percent on here. I mean, this really sticks in my craw. Maybe they've got a crazy one of these crazy grading scales. Amiga Info, I've not heard of. And this was in '96, so this looks like one of those reviews where they look back and are like, "Man, stuff in the old days isn't as good as stuff is right. now. It's all crap." Yeah, yeah. That really pisses me off, Boat. I'll be honest. Well, with you. you are from the old days. That's it. That's I, a- I demand everyone out there boycott Amiga Info. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> Don't do not read that magazine. They're out. 
I'm pretty sure they're out. Anyway. They're off the Amigos I, list. I don't know that Amiga Info is still until they still until printed. they revise that number right there. I demand at least an eighty. So that's that. I, I, I thought that was a fun one though. Two good games this week. Uh, it, Two good sometimes games. you get lucky. That's we right. usually get lucky actually. Yeah. In gaming. <laughs> Everything else screwed. Speak for yourself. No, oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> there are so many things I could say right now, but I'll just let you do the thing. So two weeks ago, it seems like a million years ago, our last Patreon song challenge took place. Oh man, was the, it just two weeks? It seems like a, a thousand days. I know, yeah, I know. Uh, the winner of that, there was only one. Only one Amigos fan wrote in with the winning answer, and that was the one and only Colin419. Oh, I know him. Yeah. So uh, Colin is also a new Patreon supporter of Thank Amigos. Thank you, Colin. So. You know, most of the other responses just said in huge caps, stop, with a bunch of exclamation points after it. The, uh, the winning answer was werewolves in London. Werewolves in London? Werewolves of London. Werewolves in Werewolves of London. Yeah, werewolves London. in London. Just stop. Just I can't stop. even remember what it should be. Man, Warren Zevon has turned over in his, game, in his grave. Warren right Zevon respects my work. I don't no, no, he does not. <laughs> if there's a werewolf out there, and it looks like there could be in your backyard, he'd be in here tearing you asunder right now. It'll rip your lungs out, Jen. All right, so... Um, Hit the tree, Jim. <laughs> Uh, this week, we have a new Patreon song challenge. We also have some new Patreon people. So, Yay! Uh, Andy Craig, Sean Zoe, Darren Lomax, and Colin419. What was Sean's last name? Zoe. Sean Zoe. Like then Sean space Z-O? No, just one word. Sean Zoe. Sean Zoe. Yeah. Sean Zoe the Magnificent. That's, I, I like that. Yeah. That's why you get to say it with a little more, you know, a little more fire. Sean Zoe. Uh, so, if you know the uh, answer to this week's Amigos Patreon Song Challenge, please email me at john at amigospodcast.com, and you will be forever enshrined in glory as I announce you as the winner in our next episode. Is that so what here you we go? Glorious, huh? Glory. Uh-huh. All right. Andy Craig Shonzo and Darren Lomax calling 419, Bark Bid Seb Kiernan, Roland Burke Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Dan Ross, Leaf, Kelan, Alan Kebab, Donald Tyler, Level Lord, John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRoche, a creepy dead boy, Vicky CTZ, the slow Norris, Stefan, Sorgard, Mortensen, Edvin Helen, Blender 75, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Falls, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux, Grand Feb, King Brent Dowdy, Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Huckersee, Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Alan Kebab, Anthony Jarvis, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy, Humberstein, Daniel Bixton, <laughs> Brutal, Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warren's Pixels of Dawn, Kjolbjorn Look what Look what Grave Monster said. I, I agree with him. <laughs> you know, I'm, but that was, by the way, that was an ambitious choice, but Well, thank you. Um, that's all I got to say. Grave of Monsters, I meant to address this earlier before we go, because I am a man of the people. You are. You know. Uh, asked us uh, what we were using to run the games during the Amigathon. And I think they also may have asked, someone asked me, it may have been him, what we were using to emulate the Amiga on the Xbox. I'm going to answer both those questions. 
Uh, as we mentioned, we mentioned this last week, but we used uh, every tool available to us <laughs> because we had to, didn't we? Yeah. Which, I mean, it was you really, we got lucky, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So we used uh, WinUAE, mm -hmm. which is every, the basis of everything, right? Then we used uh, FS uh, UAE. UAE. We used, excuse me, we used, uh, did, we, uh, did we use? Uh, we uh, used some company EXE the files. Company. Did we use any, did we use uh, the Cloanto? Uh, 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 we did not use We didn't Cloanto. use it, but Cloanto, it's excellent mm -hmm. if you're starting out. And we also used, of course, the Amiga 1200, the NTSC one. But on the Xbox, uh, I know someone asked me this, what did we use? Well, we used a CoinOps, which is a, uh, a front end for emulators that is put out by a fellow named Brittany Pears. Uh, and if you search on on eBay or on eBay, if you search the web, you'll you'll find CoinOps for the original Xbox, and it, and you can download this in mass. Again, uh, your ethics may vary depending <laughs> on what you want to do, uh, but uh, it does a good job on playing s some of the Amiga stuff as well as uh, you know a myriad of other of other titles. So hope that helps. That's that's the answer to that. Awesome. And look at that storm out there. Yeah. Buddy. Before our house blows down, it's time to wrap this thing. Yeah, up. man. Um. So. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. We do record this live every week, except when we don't, on both Twitch and YouTube Gaming. We stream simultaneously. Uh, I'd like to thank um, Paul Harrington, Jason Warns, Grave of Monsters, Necronom, Treyguard1982, uh, Amiga Bang, Colin419. Thank you all so much. Everybody else that's been hanging out in the chat with us, thank you for, for being with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And Aaron, next week we are going to look at three titles by the illustrious game developer Gary James. Um, we're going to look at uh, Killer Bees, another look at Killer Bees. Um, we're going to look at um, Casey Munchkin. Now, you were under the impression that he also did Attack of the Time Lord. That's Unfortunately, right. that's incorrect. Well, he did the European version of Terra it. Terrahawk. Yeah. It's the same game. Totally different. <laughs> Good. You know, it's funny. We I covered uh, that on ARG a couple weeks ago, and so I'm very well ready to ch have a chance to go left to the I'm, Amiga I'm, version. I'm actually interested to talk about um, uh, talk about that because I, I was interested when I listened to uh, to ARG when you guys did. Yeah, we're going to get, so. get knee-deep into the Terrahawk show. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to watch some this week to get fired up for it. Yeah, we, we actually should. Uh, all right, guys. We will see you next week, and until then, adios. adios.